Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. Anthropology is the science of man. It is the explanation of the origin of humanity, our makeup, our development, our story, our purpose. It's more than simply a historical narrative. It's ultimately a defining of who man is, a philosophy of humanity. As with many of the sciences, there are various views of anthropology that differ greatly from one another. The two basic approaches to the science of the human race that vastly conflict with each other are the view that's based in the existence of God and the view that's based in the denial of the existence of God. A God-centered anthropology and a God-less anthropology are the epitome of polar opposites. There's no reconciling of the two. How a person views the essence of human life is inevitably going to be defined by whether he embraces the person of the eternal, omnipotent deity or insists on putting his faith in an infinite number of inexplicable random coincidences that have taken place and continue to take place with no unifying cause. Bible-based anthropology includes details that will never be found in a God-denying anthropology, including the future of humanity and the hope of humanity. Any science of mankind that ignores man's almighty creator can't possibly provide us with the facts regarding man's destiny. If your explanation of man's past is rooted in randomness, you have no hope that man's future will be any less haphazard and unpredictable. My purpose here is not to persuade you to believe in man's creator, but simply to point out the irreconcilable differences between a God-centered view of mankind and a God-rejecting view of mankind. Consider several factors that a biblical anthropology confirms which a godless anthropology denies or ignores. First, the origin of man. The Bible states clearly that God created mankind. God gave us life. Genesis 2.7, The Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. It also gives us great understanding of the purpose of mankind by telling us that God created man in his own image. Genesis 1.27, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Human beings are the only creatures created in God's image. And we infer from that an exclusive relationship between God and humans. The fact that God created us in his own image gives us tremendous insight into the heart of God concerning his desire for each of us to be close to him. The person who ignores the fact that God created man in his own image can never appreciate the significance of that element of our identity. Another enormous distinction between a God-centered anthropology and a God-denying anthropology is the fall of man. God gave the first man and woman one great life choice. Genesis 2, 16 and 17 says, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. God loved man, and he wanted man to love him. But there's no genuine love without the opportunity to choose. So God gave man the freedom to choose, and he warned him that death would be the consequence of making the wrong choice. 
That first man and woman, Adam and Eve, did exactly what every human being who has ever lived would have done under those same circumstances. They ate the fruit of the forbidden tree, choosing to be their own gods. That one choice and its consequences would define the entire human race for all of time. The human race from that moment on went from being innocent to being rebellious, sinful. And because of our sin, we are condemned. Their choice is what we call the fall of man. When you choose to deny God's account of the fall of man, nothing else about life will ever make sense to you. Three major differences between a science of humanity that centers on God and a science of humanity that ignores God. First, man's origin. Second, man's purpose. Third, man's plight. And praise God, the differences don't end there. The fourth is man's hope. God provided a way whereby mankind could be redeemed from his sinful condition. Romans 3, 24 and 25 says, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God hath set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. Jesus Christ is the only hope for every member of this fallen race. He took the penalty of our sins upon himself so that we can be forgiven. And he conquered death, the consequences of our sin, when he rose from the dead. Jesus is the hope of mankind. There are many other differences between a God-centered view of the human race and a God-denying view of the human race. But the most impactful differences concern our origin, our purpose, our plight, and our hope. If you've ever read or studied an anthropology that denies the existence of the Creator and the record of His Word, you know that the scenario presented there is quite a contrast to the one we've discussed here. Christian. Your Savior, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is the hope of all humanity. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you. So dear Christian, stay the